Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with US singer-songwriter Kerry Roberts. We've got her on the line at the moment. How are you doing, Kerry? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's great to have you with us today, and I've really enjoyed uh, catching up with some of your music over the years. Uh, for those who don't know much about uh, how you started out in music, tell us a bit about your story. Where were you born and raised, and how did you, how did you get into music? Yes, I, um, I was born in Ohio and kind of moved around, lived there and in Alabama and then in Florida, um, and all my family is still there, and I basically... Uh, started in music really young, just growing up um, singing in the church. My dad's a pastor, and my mom always led uh, praise and worship and directed the choir, and so I was just always around that and fell so much in love with it and uh, basically never stopped since, and my journey from there to here is really long and complicated, <laughs> um, but I guess the main part about it is just the, the diligence of really knowing um, what you want and um, sticking to it. Now, I've heard a bunch of your songs over the years, but I think there's one that's getting played on the TV, uh, the song Rescue Me. Tell us about how that all came about. Yes, Rescue Me was used um, for promotional commercials for the show Once Upon a Time, which is awesome. Um, I, as a writer, I'm always writing uh, not only for my own projects, but also for other artists or trying to, and also trying to write. Um, for TV, too, for promo spots or anything to be in a TV show or a commercial or anything. Um, so I was just really, really blessed that, you know, there's always those opportunities and they very, very rarely um, work out. So <laughs> it was really, really cool that one finally did. It was very inspiring. And what's the message of that song, Rescue Me? The message of that, there is just a lot of, because it's, you know, for Once Upon a Time, is um, a lot of uh, fairy tale imagery. And, and then what's really cool, too, is just being a Christian artist, is you think about um, needing to be rescued and who um, our Savior is and that we do have an ultimate Savior and that we do have um, an ultimate happy ending, which is just awesome. And uh, that's basically the, the message is of, of crying out, of begging for someone to... Savior. And one of the other big songs that you've done that I've heard on the radio a lot over the years is uh, No Matter What. Tell us what that song's all about. Yes, that song was inspired by a sermon that my father preached years before I had a record deal. Um, and it was out of the book of Daniel, and he was focusing on the moment right before Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fiery furnace. Um, they make a statement of faith, and they're they're facing death, and they say, I know God has the power to save me, but if not, um, we're still not going to bow down, and, and we're going to continue to live for him. So when it came time to start working on the album, I was looking through my inspiration journals and, and saw those sermon notes and thought, wow, I really need to write a song about this. It's just so powerful, and it just turned into an anthem that was really surprising and something I'm really thankful to be able to be a part of. And more than anything, it's a testament to the power of the truth of God's Word. Know that that speaks um, to us all and spoke to my dad who then 
wrote a sermon and preached that, and that spoke to me, and then it became a song, and now it's touched all these people. It's a really, really beautiful thing. Now, growing up, uh, having your father as a pastor, uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of pressure on, you know, they call them PKs, you know, pastor's kids. Right. <laughs> a lot of pressures on PKs, you know, because, you know, some of them end up being prodigal sons and daughters and they, they run away and then come back to God. Um, how did you go in your teenage years? Did you stay faithful to the Lord or did you, did you, you know, go out and party too much? <laughs> I did. I did. And I, I think, too, is I have an older brother and older sister and they were um, very faithful as well, and we just kind of viewed my dad's ministry. I, I think a big problem with pastors' kids is they begin to resent the church as they feel like it's more important to them, or more important to their father than it is to them, um, or than they are to him, rather. And I never felt that. I always felt a part of what my parents were doing, and I loved the church and more my family, and I wanted to be a part of that. And... Uh, I'm just really thankful, too, that that was kind of our perspective as a family and the way my dad handled it. I, I never resented our faith or the church. Now, you're a solo artist in your own right, and uh, you've released some great stuff, but many don't know uh, when you really hit the big time, you were a <laughs> background singer with a legendary icon, Engelbert Humperdinck. What was that like? That was amazing. Um, it was awesome. It was my first uh, experience being on a tour, getting, you know, in the groove of that, of having a show every day and sound checks and, and all of that. And just to be able to watch him, too, um, he's still on the road. I mean, he's been on the road for over 40 years, which is insanity. Uh, and and even more than that, too, just where he traveled, that's why I was able to go to Australia and a lot of places in Asia and was with him. So it's an experience I just... I'm so grateful what I had, and it definitely taught me a lot, for sure. So what did you think of Australia? I loved it. I want to go back. So my goal is I just have to do well enough in Australia, tell all your friends to buy my album <laughs> so I can come and do a show. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Well, well, one thing you can do to help is um, what I'll do is I'll tweet you today and say, hey, it was great chatting to Carrie on the radio. Can you retweet it to all your followers and, and we'll, we'll oh, start a absolutely. bit of a... Uh, we'll start a Twitter campaign, Bring Kerry to Australia, eh? I love it, I love it, yes. <laughs> we have a big event called Easterfest uh, each year, which is funnily enough at Easter. Uh, that would be yeah. great to have you as a part of that. A lot of US artists come out for that one. I would love it. I would love it so much. Now, tell us a little bit more about your songwriting process. What do you do when you're mm-hmm. uh, writing your music? Um, more than anything, I want to be honest. I want to write in a way that is conversational and not too lofty and just really, really vulnerable. And I started writing really young and for me it's something that I have to do. Anything that affects me emotionally or that I see affecting other people, I want to write about it. Or if I just um, feel something. It could even be a movie or like a sermon. I'm constantly writing about uh, just everything. And in my process I guess more than anything is just wanting to be honest and having that core idea. I mean, you have your sessions too because sometimes you have so many books that you're running out. So you show up and you're just kind of like, I'm empty today. I have no idea what I want to say. And someone will start playing or they'll have a track and then that music will begin to inspire me of what I feel like the music is saying. And it's a very strange thing. It's not something that I can really um, explain. And I, I know a lot of creative people feel that way, but um, 
I guess that I guess that kind of explains my process. I'm a little bit all over the place. Yeah, I know that um, you're very passionate about uh, connecting with your listeners. I know you're, you're like I said, you're into Twitter, you're into Facebook, uh, you love yeah. uh, blogging and journaling and all that. Um, tell us uh, how has social media uh, impacted you as an artist? You know, connecting with your with your listeners. It is everything. I I was actually having a conversation earlier today that I really don't, I can't imagine what it would have been like being an artist without that. Mm. Um, because it's just a constant uh, connection with the fans. I mean, and there's some fans that I just, because their picture's there, like I know their face, I know what town they live in. We keep in touch and I want to know what's going on with them. And, you know, people that are struggling with cancer, or they've lost their parents and to me, I think more than anything, what has impacted me about being a pastor's kid is, is having that heart for people. Mm. It's so important to me, and and I I love that. I love being able to connect. I want to be able to pray for people, and and it's amazing how they support you too. When I'm and I know that they pray for me, and and it's not all serious too. I mean, we have fun, and sometimes we get political, and sometimes we argue, and you know, it's like any other relationship, but. Um, with social media is becoming, you know, more and more important. And I'm even learning of what a social network YouTube is, which is a whole nother world. I, I post videos there, but I haven't really been chatting with people. And apparently, I need to. <laughs> so um, it's, it's really, really cool. And um, I run all those pages myself. So I guess that's another thing is I really take it personally because I'm actually there, you know, communicating with all these people. It's so great. Well, it's interesting that you say that you love to interact with your, your listeners and your, your fans on Facebook because um, the producer for this show is a young guy named Steve Munro. He's a young, cool, cool guy. And uh, I actually just found on your Facebook page as we were speaking uh, that he asked a question on your Facebook page a while back. Uh, oh, no. Did I answer him? Uh, well, no, you didn't, actually. Uh, <laughs> That's awful. You put up a post on April 6th that said, Final Cut Pro and I are getting super cosy. And he asked the question, version 7 or X, and then he put ha-ha, and, and you didn't actually respond. So do you want to respond now uh, on the radio? So he... <laughs> Version X, version 10. Version 10, yeah. okay. And, and do you yeah. want to just say hi to Steve? Because I know he's going to love to, uh, you know, so his name's Steve Munro. Do you want to say hi to Steve for me? Yes, hi, Steve. I'm so sorry. And I, I promise that we will chat more on Facebook. I'll be a better responder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's difficult. I noticed you, I noticed you had 40 people like that post and you had several comments. You know, it, it, it must be hard keeping up with all the, the millions of fans you have, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, not quite millions, but, yeah, it, it is. And it, but the thing is, it really doesn't overwhelm me. I think people are really understanding and um, you, just, you respond to what you can and, and it's just it's great. It really is. And something I loved, there was a... Um, uh, a show on the Discovery Channel, The Bible, and it was awesome. I would literally get on every Sunday night and watch and live chat on Facebook with my fans, and we would discuss the show. So, I mean, it, it truly does make a huge impact. It's a great way to connect. And, and, and that series, you know, I mean, rated through the roof in the States, didn't it? Isn't it great to see the Bible, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, out there for everyone to see uh, on, live t- on TV in the States, hey? 
It was. It was so cool. And, I mean, and the thing is that there were just rave reviews and then a lot of criticism, too, because, like, well, things weren't all exactly true and blah, blah, blah. But what was awesome is the fact that it's making people sit there with their Bibles open and fact check, mm. you know, which I thought was awesome. You know, we need to, it's so frustrating as Christians, you have so many people that they go to church on Sunday, they try to live right, which is commendable, but they're not in the Word, and they don't know it. And, you know, I'm guilty too, so my favorite thing about that whole experience was the fact that people were actually, you know, fact-checking and just getting in the Word. It was really, really cool. So tell us what you do, Kerry. Obviously, you're on the road, you're writing songs, you're, you're, you're busy traveling around, you know, the world doing all your music. Well, what do you do for your, your private time with God? Do you do a daily journal, daily devotional? What do you do? Um, I have a small group that I'm in, and that is like a, a workbook and a discussion. Um, and I'm, I'm really into lately listening to the Bible, which is cool. It's just a whole other thing to sit there and really focus on, um, you know, the person's voice and just telling the story rather than reading. Sometimes when I read, I can catch myself not really soaking it in. I'm just kind of like rushing through and, and reading through. And so it's been really cool to kind of listen at a, a slower pace. Um, and then just regular prayer life. Prayer is so important. Um, not only, you know, is the relationship with God and, and all of that, but for me it's such a centering thing. Um, without it, I can get just a little spastic and unbalanced and forget about um, just having an eternal perspective at all times, which is a struggle, but it's my goal. Now, Kerry, you've talked a lot about your faith and how you know your father's a pastor, and you you have a heart to pray with and connect with your uh, your fans and everything. Uh, you know, before we go, uh, there might be people listening that uh, don't actually know what the gospel message is. Would you share that with our listeners right now? It would be an honor to share the gospel message. Um, at the heart of it. People need to know that they are loved and they are loved by an eternal God who created them and who knew before they were even born that they would be on this planet. And he knew that they would need his love and that they would have a sinful nature. And the only way for them to be able to have a relationship with him was for a debt to be paid. And that debt was paid through the death of Jesus Christ. He loved you so much that he came to earth. He gave up his heavenly throne to walk this planet and die for you. And that's not the end of the story. He is alive. He arose from the grave. He is powerful. He's powerful to love you and heal you and comfort you and live with you in this life. And if you will just accept that love, your life will change. Your heart will heal. Everything in your life will be affected by that. And then it is so beautiful. Beyond that, your eternal soul will be affected and you will be able to be with God for eternity in heaven. So I would just encourage anybody who does not know that story to get very serious and very curious and seek for eternal truth because truth is truth whether you believe it or not. And uh, I would just encourage and pray that you would seek that truth. What a wonderful message shared by such a wonderful lady. We've been speaking with Kerry Roberts, singer-songwriter uh, from the States. And uh, if people want to find out more, uh, her website is kerryroberts.com. That's K-E-R-R-I-E, uh, roberts.com. And uh, you can uh, also connect with her on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Kerry Roberts, thanks for joining us today. I reckon you're a history maker. 
Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. You were great to talk to. God bless you. Bye. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just go to historymakersradio.com. There you can download interviews, subscribe to the podcast, make a donation, find out about our YouTube channel, and maybe connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to historymakersradio.com for more. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Matt Prater. Why don't you go and make history? History Makers.